Hi, and welcome back to Cool Things with Hollywood Hank. This is your host, Hollywood Hank. Hi, on today's podcast, I'm probably going to talk about lots of different things. I should probably break these up into different podcasts, maybe. Maybe not, I don't know. We'll see. Um, first, we're going to talk about, I saw the uh, new Spider-Man movie I talked about in the last podcast, the Spider-Man uh Far from home, I I liked it. It was really good. Uh, oh, by the way, um, I'm probably gonna go into spoilers. If you have not seen this movie, I want to avoid spoilers for just a little bit, and uh, then I'm gonna go straight into spoilers. Uh, so just so you know, um, the Spider-Man Far From Home, um, I think they did a really good job. Uh, I uh, I don't know what I was really expecting from it. Um, um, I think I was overcritical when I left. I was like, you know, it wasn't as good as I thought it was, but I think I was just being uh, a little harsh to it. I didn't know uh, what to expect. It's the next phase of the Marvel movies. Um, they basically, you know, after Avengers Endgame, how do you top that? I mean, that was a really good movie. <laughs> yeah. So this is, uh, you know, Spider-Man Far From Home. You know, he's basically just being Spider-Man, trying to go on a trip with his class trying to get the girl you know <laughs> but you know it uh, had a lot of good special effects um, um, now I'm about to go into spoilers so if you don't want to hear spoilers for Spider-Man Far From Home you need to probably get out of here so or you know or go to the next segment because the next segment I don't believe I'm going to even discuss Far From Home um um I was right uh, on the last podcast, uh, and uh, pretty much it's not really a spoiler if you're a Spider-Man fan. Uh, Mysterio is the villain. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, uh, and I knew so when I saw the preview and there was Mysterio, I was like, yeah, this is definitely a bad guy. I'm not sure how they're going to make him the bad guy or if he's going to turn into the bad guy by the end of the movie. But uh, he, he wound up being the actual overall villain. Uh, if you follow comics at all, then... You're not going to be surprised at all because that's pretty much uh, telegraphing who the villain is. Like, hey, there's Mysterio. He's not a hero. Uh, these elemental things are not the villains. It's actually Mysterio. Um, Mysterio himself is. I think they picked a great actor to play him. He was, uh, you know, really great. Um, a lot of the effects of Mysterio was very very good i was like wow you know they had like scenes where he disrupted the reality around you know pretty much uh the spoilers is is there is no elemental monsters it's all holographic illusions with holograms and spy drones that are cloaked uh, that cause all the damage that these elementals are supposedly causing uh so everyone in that area sees or near the area sees these uh elemental things and in reality it's just a lot of little drones causing all these problems and a big hologram by Mysterio and his team uh, it has a lot of callbacks to different movies uh, like um, Iron Man 1 when one of the scientists are fired by the bad guy in Iron Man 1 is working with Mysterio um, who else was there that was another uh, they, they had a couple of villains from other movies uh, or not villains, but people from other movies that were just either tied in through a neat story angle or just kind of thrown in there. Uh, 
it felt like it fit, so I didn't, I'm not really going to criticize that that much. Um, but they, they were working with Mysterio to pull off these elemental things. Mysterio basically was uh, trying to get in good with uh, Nick Fury and Spider-Man. Basically, he would had a writer write this crazy story he spun about how he's from a different dimension and that the elementals, his dimension got destroyed by these elementals. They're here now. Um, and so they would create a, a, a elaborate hoax or illusion that people couldn't see through because of all the technology. And uh, good old Mysterio would come in and uh, save the day. You know, either a hologram of him and then a real one would show up. Um, you don't really find out uh, about this until late in the movie. Uh, he's already taken down two of the elementals. Um, him and Peter become good friends. Uh, Peter's um, getting to respect Mysterio. Um, uh, the very last conversation, supposedly, with um, a fire elemental, um, Spider-Man randomly tries to shoot his web, and uh, I think he's trying to catch a Ferris wheel one of his friends is on, and uh, it hits one of the invisible drones and yanks apart off of it he doesn't seem to notice it but you know it's really obvious they make it obvious to the audience like because me and my wife looked at each other and said what, what was that and uh it's something that wasn't supposed to be hidden it was something you're supposed to notice uh so um that's where you if you were kind of blind to the mysterio and you didn't know he was a bad guy from the comics you kind of go what's going on but uh, that was the point where i was like yep he's the villain there's whatever that is it has something to do with him being the villain um, and, uh, it basically, you know, he, um, you know, basically that's where you've got to slowly find out about, um, the, uh, drones. Um, part of, uh, the movie I am sort of critical on that they didn't really have to do was, uh, the character Spider-Man's interested in, MJ, had found this drone piece and, uh. So she, you know, is going with Peter Parker, who thinks that this is the end of the movie and he saved the world or whatever. And he's like, hey. And she's like, hey. And she's uh, shows him this thing. She claims, she says, hey, you're Spider-Man. And uh, she's totally just pretty much guessing. But the way she plays it off, uh, you know, he finally... You know, he, he denies it, and then she pulls out that piece of a thing, and then he realizes that uh, Mysterio is a bad guy. I did leave one thing out I forgot about, was uh, he got gifted by Nick Fury a, um, a pair of glasses by Iron Man, but which linked him to a satellite or computer system called Edith, and uh, where he could launch a strike by talking to these glasses on any person or anything. He accidentally, because he doesn't know what he's doing when he first gets it, launches a uh, kill order on one of his students he doesn't like that's uh, getting closer to MJ that he wants to be close to. So this thing launches a strike, a uh, little drone to come kill this one kid. And... Uh, and so he, he originally stops it somehow, and uh, so he's got this dangerous weapon. Um, he decides after his last uh, thing with Mysterio, you know, he's not the next Iron Man, and Mysterio is, you know, a good guy. He stopped all these elementals, which we know are fake, thanks to, uh, or suspect might be fake, or not what they seem, because of that scene where he 
rips a piece off of one and doesn't notice it. And uh, so he gives these glasses over to Mysterio. Mysterio first says, no, I don't, you know, they're yours. And then uh, he, um, Viner and Spider-Man just makes him take them. You know, hey, yeah. And so he takes them and Spider-Man leaves. Then the holograms fade and there's only a few people there that, and they're working with Mysterio and he's like, we did it. And, and then he gets up and does a villain monologue, which is... I don't think it's super rare for Marvel movies, but it was like a comic book thing where he explained the whole plan, comic book style, about how everything he was doing was just to gain the trust of Nick Fury uh, and to get these uh, glasses, because they had found out they gave those glasses to Spider-Man and they wanted them. So they gained the trust, trust of Nick Fury, and then they um, essentially you know, gained the trust of Spider-Man. Spider-Man gave it to him, and they had the weapon that they needed to basically fool the world again and become a greatest superhero. Another big elaborate hoax, this time on a, a larger scale. Instead of a small little attack, they were planning on a huge, huge Avengers-level threat uh, illusion. And with this um, new glasses, they could do that. So anyway, back to the MJ thing. MJ pulls it out, says, hey, you know, this is, what about these webs on here? You know, we're in Europe, and so if you're not Spider-Man, why why does this guy you call Night Monkey, um, why does he have the same webs as Spider-Man? And then when he realizes that, he was like, why is, that's like, a, he looked at it and figured out it's a holographic projector, and when they activated it, it pulled up one of the elementals that they had fought, and then Spider-Man puts two and two together, and he's like, oh my God, we gotta get... You know, uh, yes, I am Spider-Man. He finally admits it to her, and uh, then sets off another um, thing with, uh, you know, where he runs off and he goes to try to find Nick Fury. He finds, you know, Nick Fury, and guess what? It was all a elaborate illusion by Mysterio. So um, he goes through this really crazy hallucination until he's finally walked in front of a train he doesn't even know it's a train and he gets, and then Mysterio kind of uh, tricks him into revealing who knows and so he goes after he's going to go after his friend so, and Spider-Man gets hit by a train um, he's depressed because he's screwed up again he calls Iron Man's partner Happy who's in love with his aunt and uh, Happy picks him up says hey you know he picked you for a reason you know you gotta pick yourself up out of this uh, and Spider-Man snaps out of it and uh, starts makes him a new suit apparently the ship happy flies around and has a uh, a suit making thing for spider-man built in i don't know if he iron man or a happy thought of this but i'll take this sip of drink delicious um but um it prints him out a suit like a 3d printer you know so not very fast of course um he goes and battles Mysterio at the end of the movie, and it is pretty epic. It's really good. They, he tries to do the illusion thing to him. It fails, and Spider-Man um, pretty much takes out everything, including uh, the last illusion where uh, Mysterio fakes handing the glasses over because he's got shot by his own drone, and he's holding the glasses out, and Spider-Man's reaching for them, and then uh, Spider-Man suddenly just slaps something from the side of his head, and it's a gunshot, Mysterio was standing beside him with a gun, so um, he takes the glasses back, takes back over him, uh, you know, makes a statement of something like uh, "kill them all," uh, which talking about he's talking to the about killing all the drones. Um, so Mysterio dies. Uh, Spider-Man asks if there's any more 
you know, hey, is this all, Edith, is this an illusion? And it says there are no illusions active because they, she shut down all the drones the computer did. Uh, I personal theory is I think Mysterio faked it and it's either a double or it is uh, some other gas-induced hallucination to make him think Spider-Man's dead. Um, um, let's see. So Spider-Man was successful at defeating uh, Mysterio. Uh, so everybody's happy. Uh, everybody, he's got the glasses back under his control. Um, I don't think they revealed what he did with the glasses. And the, I can't remember if he gave them back to Nick Fury or not. Uh, but um, anyway, we're going to have to... This segment's going a little long, so I'm going to try to wrap up. This is the very end of the movie, by the way. And uh, so basically... The the very end, after you set through the, you know, he's swinging around with, uh, he's basically happy because he's with his friends and family, and he knows his girlfriend knows his secret identity, so he doesn't have to worry about anything, about lying to her, and she's liked him before he was Spider-Man, so everything's cool with him. Uh, they go to the credits, and then uh, the mid-credits sequence before the very end, uh, it cuts to him swinging around with his uh, new girlfriend, MJ, and she says, hey, I don't, you know, this is kind of scary. Spider-Man says, well, I got to go. So he jumps up and he hears, they're in New York, so he hears the TV talking. So he lands on a light post and he watches the TV to see what it says. And uh, they said they had an exclusive from the Daily Bugle with James Jonah Jameson proving that Spider-Man is the menace. So um, they go to a video of Mysterio. Mysterio had sent in a video to them of the last fight, a doctored video, and he said that, you know, they're saying that he didn't know why Spider-Man had turned on him, you know, because the world thinks Mysterio is a hero at this point. And uh, so he's like, I don't know why Spider-Man turned on me, but he's got all these drones, and uh, he, he shot me. Um, I'm going to die. But uh, he, he called this drone attack in, and then uh, he showed Spider-Man, not his face, but... He, he was saying uh, kill kill them all basically he he made it sound like uh, you know he basically said no Spider-Man you're going to hurt all the people of the city and then Spider-Man saying kill all the drones was doctored into kill them all anyway you know because uh, and it made Spider-Man look like a villain and before he went off Mysterio says and Spider-Man's real name is and then it cuts and then it finally comes back it says Peter Parker and it shows a picture of Peter Parker and then Spider-Man's like, oh, no. And it goes back to the credits. Um, didn't really like this uh, turn of events in the uh, credits because it was like, this is revealing Spider-Man's identity. And that you can't put that back in the box. And if you have some way to do it, uh, it why would you? And you're going to do it. Why would you do so? Uh, comics made the same mistake uh, they, they're like, hey, you know, he's, no one's known his identity for a long time. Let's have the whole world know he's Spider-Man. They revealed it. Um, they wrote them some of the corners of stories and stuff. And they eventually, through some other means, may have put the identity back in the box. They put it back where it was fake. So I don't really like this turn of events. Uh, I hope their storytelling justifies it. But revealing those Peter Parker to the world, ah, I don't. I didn't like it didn't like it uh i don't it makes it's uh you know part of me and spider-man is people not knowing who you are and then uh 
the trouble that you get into because of it and uh, that's the formula of spider-man and once you take that formula away um you've got to have good storytelling i don't think it was a good move maybe they'll prove me wrong um the final end credit scene was uh nick fury and his the girl that was with him were actually scrolls and they're good guy scrolls apparently talked to someone else and they said yeah the scrolls are good guys i miss captain marvel so i'm kind of out of loop on that and Nick Fury is actually in outer space somewhere, just chilling out. And uh, they were looking at something in outer space. And he was just chilling out uh, on a, like a vacation style kind of thing. And then uh, and then it goes off. And me and wife are like, we stayed for this, you know, because it wasn't anything major. We just found out, hey, Nick Fury is in space. Maybe there's something visually we were supposed to notice and be shocked by. But um, the whole scrolls being Nick Fury and all that, uh but uh, this segment's gone kind of long. We're going to go to break. Hey, and welcome back from the break. Uh, no spoilers, but uh, one thing I think I forgot to say was... Oh, I did say it at the beginning. I really did like Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, so, nitpicking aside, I did. And as you can hear, Misty's wanting to get in. Misty, we're in the private room of toys that you would love to get in here and just knock over. Uh, you know, but uh, I'm not going to let you in here right now. I'm not in the uh, place I usually let Misty in. Or, speaking of toys, we're going to go to... Um, I literally have gotten new Transformers recently. It's been a while. Um, uh, visually, uh, you know, you're kind of just having to imagine what I'm describing. But I'm not really going to uh, talk too much about what... You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna detail describe them, but you know, I I got a new um, uh, Optimus Prime. Um, I, I think it's after Transformers Armada or Energon. If you're a Transformers fan, you don't need any explanation. Uh, it's the Optimus Prime that combines with the trailer to form uh, the new. Um, let's see what it says. I think it's Energon. I could be wrong. It doesn't say, hey, this is Energon or this is Armada. It just is in the War for Cybertron Siege. War for Cybertron line. Um, I got it because it looks cool. I mean, the Optimus without the armor looks cool. But with the armor, he looks cool. It's another toy that I, I justified paying more. I think he runs about 50 I got I had birthday money to burn. And so I could not argue with the $50 price. Now... Again, I'll go back to my complaint on Shockwave. Shockwave just has a lot of little armor attachments on there that basically serve no purpose. And he should have been in the uh, $25 line or the $30 line, not the $50 line with big little pieces of attachment. He, it does him no good to have those armors on. Um, this, it, like Ultra Magnus, is totally different. You have a Optimus Prime that you can transform that combines into a different form of Optimus with the trailer. It's not snap on pieces onto the body of the little one. It is, uh, well, maybe it is, but it doesn't look that way. Shockwave looks exactly like, hey, I just snapped on something to make his shoulders bigger and his feet bigger. Um, the uh, Optimus actually looks like it changes his form entirely. Uh, Shockwave, if you ever see him, it it is just like, hey, we want to charge you 50 bucks for extra plastic. It is, Shockwave's cool, but uh, he, those pieces do not justify making him a $50 figure. Still bitter. Transformers, still bitter. Um, I also got uh, Red Alert, which is a repaint of Sideswipe. 
Uh, he's like the uh, medical or med- is it fire? He's like the fire type uh, of Lamborghini. He's got like a, a fire marshal would drive it supposedly. I don't know. I don't know if the fire marshals actually drove Lamborghinis, but you know how a fire marshal would have a vehicle he would drive. He wouldn't, you know, if he went somewhere. Uh, he was, you know, usually they'd have a truck, you'd think, right? Right. But that's more as line made it a Lamborghini. And so he's a straight repaint of uh, good old side spot. Let me look at him real quick. Side by side, you know, it looks really, this is a straight up repaint. Usually they have a remold of some sort. I don't really, I can't really tell. Um, they mo- the only thing they remolded maybe was the head, and I don't mean that it looks different than Sideswipe. Yes, Misty, I hear you. I hear you very much. I hope, uh, you know, you're having a good time yelling at me through the door. Um, but uh, instead of, uh, Sideswipe has a black plastic head. Red Alert has a red plastic head. Same mold, but the colors are different. The shoulders are different, uh, but colors, but they're still the same plastic. Um, in vehicle mode, they did do a little bit of change. They basically put like this, um, you know, little siren thing on top where he could, if it actually lit up, he would pull somebody over or go through traffic real quick doing fire type stuff. Um, put him back and put this back. I also got like another Transformer, um, and he was, and I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, what is his name? His name is Brunt, um, and Brunt basically is showing the back. Hey, you can break him in all these pieces, and then you can connect him to Refractor. And so he is a transformer that is just parts, basically. But I, I can live with it because he looks just like a transformer. So he's purple, you know. Uh, red Alert basically is white and red, mostly white, and uh, his counterpart is all red. Uh, but Brunt is all purple. He kind of looks like a a version of I wouldn't say Galvatron, but I mean he reminds me of Galvatron except his face. His face is totally nothing like Galvatron. He transforms into this little tank that reminds me of the tank you can make with Trypticon, the classic Trypticon. Uh, but his parts comes apart, and he combines with Refractor. Refractor is a remake of uh, the Reflector toy that turns into a camera. Uh, I was searching for him recently, and uh, when I when I got those at the Walmart I went to, um, he was nowhere to be found. So uh, I basically started looking for him extra hard where I live, and I went to another Walmart near where I live. And uh, the shelf was empty, but on the top part of the shelves, they had boxes of War for Cybertron, and it was a $20 one. So I was like, well, maybe Refractor's in there. I saw one of the boxes was open, so I got the top box off, looked into it. Everyone's there except Refractor, and I'm like, well, I'll check the other one. The other one's open, too, and guess what? Refractor's missing in that as well. And I was like, oh, man. So it's going to be a hunt for Refractor. A lot of people want three of him, even though it's the same, because you can combine them into a uh, camera mode. So basically, they come two to a box. So you know if someone's trying to collect three, they're going to buy pretty much you know, all of them. I'm hoping I run across him because I've always kind of wanted one of those. I had That's one of the older Transformers I never got. Uh, will I get three? I don't know. I mean, that's they're 20 bucks a pop. Uh, I'm collecting as much as I can, but man... 20 bucks is expensive. Uh, 
uh, again, birthday money, or I might have had to make some choice. If I had to make choices and buy it with my own money, and I couldn't buy every one of the ones I bought, I still would have wanted to get Red Alert, and uh, that's probably be the only one I got. Optimus, you know, he is Armada, he is cool, but uh, I, if I had a hard choice to make, I would have left him behind, and I would have left that Brunt behind, because Brunt's not a G1 to me. If he is, then it's, it was before or after I got into it as a kid. Um, I recently also did something I don't normally do. Uh, I had this. Yes, Misty. Yeah, I see you. I know. I know you want to get in here. I know she wants to get in here, but can't let her in. You know, she'll knock all this stuff over and get into stuff. Um, I recently did something I don't normally do, and uh, the the Devastator from Combiner Wars is huge. It is just huge on a box. It's just this is how big it is. So, uh, since I was on vacation, I said, hey, you know what, I'm going to take this out of the box, I'm going to transform the vehicles into robot mode. So I transformed it all into robot mode, I was like, wow, that's pretty neat. I looked at them all, took photos, because I said, I may never do this again. Then I said, I'm at least going to make it Devastator one time. And Devastator is the big uh, green robot with construction vehicles. Not the Devastator from the Michael Bay thing, with the stupid hanging ball things. Uh, um, the, the Devastator from the Michael Bay Transformers was really dumb and stupid. Uh, I didn't like it at all. Zero. I like the classic Transformers Constructicons that turn, turn into Devastator, which are neon green, and they're all construction vehicles. You have a... Uh, I wouldn't name what vehicles they are, but some of them look very similar. There's a dumb truck, a mixed truck with cement, uh, a, a hook truck with a hook on it. Um, you got three different types. Uh, oh, you got like a a bulldozer and an excavator. Excavator, I don't know. You know, but you have uh, different vehicles, and then they turn all turn into robots, and they all look really good. They were big. They were huge. So I knew Devastator was gonna be huge as well. So after I turned into robots, I turned them back into vehicles, and then I turned them into Devastator. And I liked it so much, I left them out of the box and put them on display next to my Trypticon. Uh, that I have a spare Trypticon. I mean, it's a very huge. This is like what a combiner should be. Uh, I I swear to God, I don't know what I would have done if Devastator would have been this size when I was a child. I mean, it is a huge, huge robot. Um, uh, back when I played with Transformers, uh, Devastator was no bigger than the others. When you combine them, um, he wasn't much taller than uh, uh, one of the other littler Transformers, like Optimus Prime. I mean, he was taller than that by about maybe... He might have been almost double the original Optimus Prime's height, maybe, or a little less than that. I mean, he really wasn't that tall. So in the cartoon, he was huge. And so as you're playing in Imagination Land with your Transformers as a child, it, you really are kind of like, okay, this guy is really this big. He's supposed to be giant. And uh, and they they corrected that with Combiner Wars. Now, I mean, if you have the Transformers combined, they are giant. Devastator is huge and well worth the transformation. If you have one and you haven't touched it, uh, go ahead and just transform it to Devastator. Um, uh, a side note is I had already opened it to look at them because I loved the, the Constructicons. I had opened them previously, so I knew it was already open. So I didn't say, okay, I'm, you know, I'm opening it and I shouldn't be opening it. It was already open because I opened it previously. And I just decided to go ahead and make it Devastator. I enjoyed it very well. And if you 
know me personally, I'm probably going to show it to you. So, <laughs> you know, if you're ever around, like, hey, look at the Emerson Theater. This is awesome. Uh, but um, this has been Cool Things with Hollywood Hank. Well, long today. Didn't mean to. Instead of doing several different things, uh, well, I could have done a different one for each Transformer. But, you know, I mean, how how I've got to get a more visual means to talk about the Transformers because when you hear about them, just uh, hearing how giant it is doesn't really serve the purpose. All right, guys, uh, this has been Hollywood Hank. Uh, cool things with Hollywood Hank, actually. Thanks, and have a good one.